0: Hey, Eric, how's it going? Good. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. I'm uh, Joe from Archery World. This is Henry Bass at Archery World. And today we're going to be interviewing the owner of Gas Bowstrings, Eric Griggs. Uh, I've got Eric uh, on the line right now. Uh, so welcome, Eric.
1: Um, Hello. So. How are you?
0: I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. I know you've been really busy uh, with everything that you've got going on and and, um, we're not experts in in the podcast world by any mean, but I do uh, know what I I want to share with our audience. And I also know uh, um, what we love about your string. So when I called you uh, and asked if you would do this, I appreciate your willingness to.
1: Absolutely. No, happy to uh, happy to join you guys. I appreciate you having me on.
0: Well, we have a series of questions for you and we're going to kind of tap away at those and, and kind of get, uh, some feedback from you and, and see where it goes. How's it, how's that sound? Awesome. Let's do it. All right. So let's talk about, uh, first of all, the history, like how long you've been making strings, the history of gas bow strings when you decided to do what you're doing and, and, go for
1: to that point. Oh my. So, um, I'm going to show my age a little bit here, but, uh, I've been, I've actually been building strings for almost 30 years. Um, started uh you know a lot of a lot of kids their first jobs might have been stocking shelves or working at mcdonald's or whatever my first job ever was actually uh actually building some strings for uh for some local folks um you know way back uh in the the days before custom strings was even a thing um you know it's a deal where my my dad had uh um we were kind of like everybody's story you know we were, we were heading out to go to a shoot And uh, we were trying to swap out a peep site and we ended up cutting a string and um, called around, couldn't really find one and ended up driving to uh, a place that was an hour away. We ended up, the guy built a string. We watched him do it. And uh, my dad looked at me and said, what do you think? Could you do that? And I said, you know, I shall try. And uh, we uh, ordered a string jig and some material and, you know, the rest is history. And, you know, I've been, you know, involved in bow strings to some degree you know ever since um certainly have a lot more uh you know marketing and and manufacturing background and a lot of other uh positions that I've held in the industry but you know bowstrings is something that's been been near and dear to me uh, you know as long as as I've been shooting a bow so well
0: nice the uh well I wanted to kind of bring up that cuz I know you've been making them for decades and of course back 30 years ago Um, They didn't have the machines they have now, uh, maybe at the highest manufacturing level that was being experimented with, uh, you know, with some of the top top bow makers, but no one was really doing it except for uh, hand laying stuff out and, and hand making, you know, making it tight by hand and everything. And now with today's systems, um, it's completely different and, uh, but it's still so unique and there's so many proprietary things that go on when you make a string. Um, I think that's what I want to try to in, in involve our it, people that listen to us with is the process that that happens without inv- revolving or revealing any of the proprietary stuff, how that comes about in your head, the idea and how it goes from there. So when you knew you could do this as a business and you knew that you could open gas bowstrings, uh, when did that happen? Tell us a little bit about the history of that and how that uh how that started up as a business.
1: Sure. So really, this goes back all the way to 2004. Um, I had, uh, I had started uh, gas bowstrings, you know, the original gas bowstrings um, for me started in 2004. Um, I was only in business for, for a short period of time and and had a, had an excellent opportunity to, uh, to move from New England at the time um, to Kentucky to take a, an in-house job with a, you know, a, an existing archery manufacturer, um, at a very, very high level. And uh, I had decided to sell that business off to a friend of mine, Nathan Brooks, um, which uh, a lot of people may be familiar with. And, uh, he had taken that business and, and ran it under a different name for, for a few years before, uh, moving on to some other things. Um, my career had progressed with the, uh, the company that I was, um, working for there and had been, uh, um, you know, doing some sales marketing, uh, some management, um, all the way up to, to vice president and ultimately, uh, president of the, um, of, of that company and several of those brands and, um, had made the decision in 2017, um, to, to part ways. And, uh, you know, it was a pretty, pretty easy decision. I didn't really think about it very long. I just said, Hey, you know, one of the things that, you know, I can do is, is, is bowstrings. Um, you know, I've worked for, uh, other manufacturers, um, you know, within the string industry, um, ran some some string manufacturing companies and, and businesses and and figured I would kind of go back and, and do this again for myself. There was a lot of great um, things happening, a lot of great manufacturers, not to take anything away from any of them, but as I looked down the, the line and, and I put together a detailed business plan, you know, it's like, all right, you know, there's, there's some people doing a great job, but I don't see that everybody's checking all of those boxes 100% right now. And, um, you know, so I felt like even though it was a, a very flooded market and, and people talk about how many string makers there are, you know, just, you know, great. What we needed was another string builder. Right. But, you know, to do it at the level that we had planned to do and, and to, to offer the, the dealers and our customers, You know, the products and services that we were going to offer felt like we were still going to be able to hit that unique niche and and possibly, you know, do it better than than what the competition was doing. So that kind of that kind of drove us from the get go as far as our direction and and where we wanted to head with this.
2: Now. Uh, one question for you. So I know COVID's kind of affected us in our business and, and business structure. How, how has that got, uh, affected you guys in the string making
1: business? A bunch, unfortunately. Um, you know, everybody was this past spring, I think, I think every state was different. Um, you know, we're in Kentucky. Um, you know, we had, we had basically some mandatory shutdowns um, that, that we had to do. And we were, we operated with a skeleton crew. I think there was some, there was some language in, uh, some of the, uh, the, the state orders, um, the executive orders that, that were, I think purposely ambiguous to allow, you know, a manufacturing company to at least maintain minimum business operations. And and we did that, but we spent seven weeks basically that we were, um, I mean, we were basically running just a minimum crew, um, uh, just, just a handful of people. And, and that, that took us back. I, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't talk about how horrible the timing was for that, because that was exactly the same time that we were, we were conducting a, uh, a facility move um, and an expansion into a much bigger building. Um, we were moving from a 3,000 square foot building up to a 15,000 square foot building you know, we were running at the time, we were running two shifts because we didn't have the, the stations to do everything and, you know, trying to do this consolidation on top of that with the shutdown. And, and you know, when when COVID happened, you know, like COVID happened, still happening, but, you know, when it first all all kind of hit the nation, everybody got, you know, scared for a second, but then, then they weren't. I mean, people were going business as usual and people were spending money and people were buying bowstrings and um, we were you know, we stayed busy. So, um, the effects for us, you know, are different from some people, you know, I mean, I, I, I really feel for the, the restaurants and and some of the other businesses that had to shut down and lost all that, that revenue and and income during those times for us. I mean, we were, we were shut down and the business was there, but we just couldn't produce the product. Um, and, uh, it was, a it was really a mess. And I, and I think, I think a lot of, uh, lot of industries i mean even other stuff in archery i think everybody was was victim of some of the same thing and supply chain was was a problem across the board no matter what the product line but um it was a it was a very very interesting year um and 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 it's crazy something that that was seven weeks of of being you know kind of all but shut down i mean it took us you know approximately seven months to really recoup the uh the damages of all that and, and, and kind of get back to, uh, to full swing and, and, and get that behind us. So, um, what a, what a crazy year. Yeah. Yeah. We feel, we feel that pain too. I mean, we, we
0: understand, uh, that, how that works and especially trying to run a business instead of just going home and, and packing up and calling it good, you know, finding all those little ways that you can still do the right thing, still be safe and then still not lose everything that you've ever worked for. So that's a fine line for business owners and manufacturers right now. And 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 we sure get that
1: it really is. Yeah, uh, for sure. So
2: how, how do you feel the company's growth has been in the last couple of years? Has it, uh, kind of gone past expectation or are you kind of in the lines
1: of where you thought you would be? Um, you, you know, I had a, I had, I had big picture goals in front of us and, 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 I, and I'll be honest with you. Our, my, my goal, the, the, the five-year goal, so to speak, was to be, you know, the, the, the largest and, and, and most premier um, string business, you know, string manufacturer in the industry. I mean, I wanted to have that, that number one spot, um, that was that right. was kind of the five-year goal going in. Um, you know, f- for all intents and purposes, I mean, I guess it's arguable. I mean, everybody could say, well, you know, this manufacturer, that manufacturer is, is the best way, uh, you know, based on, based on a lot of the awards that, that, that we've won and, and a lot of the shooters that we have shooting our stuff, you know, our pure size, just knowing the kind of volume we do with BCY, I, I feel like we have somewhat accomplished that goal and we did it A lot sooner than what I had anticipated. So, you know, it's it's one of those things. Like our growth has been it's it's skyrocketed from the beginning. I mean, because you got to figure we just started in 2017, um, in the fall of 2017. Um, 2018 was our first ATA show that we went to, and then you know we've only had three, and now we missed this one here. But so we're really we're in our our fourth year of business, I guess, as as you could as you'd put it, and we've we've certainly come to the the goals of, of a lot of the places that we've wanted to be much quicker than, than than we had anticipated. Um, you know, I think that's a, that's a testament to the product that we make. Um, but also I think more so than that, I think a lot of the, the, the service that we've been able to provide our customers and, 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 and treat everybody right. And you know, the, the formula for success is, it's, it's not, it's not really like, really like, like cracking a code. I mean, if you, if you make a great product and you stand behind the product and you treat your customers right, you know, a, a lot of good things can happen. And, um, I think that, uh, we're also hyper-focused, you know, we come in every day concentrating on bowstrings, um, in a, in a previous employment, I, I was responsible for a lot of different product lines. So I had to think about bows and sights and releases and all kinds of different things. And, you know, strings might get thought about, you know, as an afterthought, you know, for us, we, we focus, I mean, we're really, really focused on just strings. I mean, we're not, we're not manufacturing other products. I mean, so it's just, um, we can put a lot of our mind share and and, and do a lot of good things when when you are able to stay that focused on, on what you're doing. So to answer your question, I mean, the, the growth has been amazing. Uh, it's been, a, it's been a terrific ride to, to, to be on. And um, we've, we've certainly had a lot more success earlier than, than I would have ever anticipated. Right. I kind of know what you mean by working at the manufacturer
2: level and, and having 9 million different things to work right. on. It's kind of hard to, to succeed at all. You kind of dabble a little bit in all and, and, pick one that you're good at and then the rest just kind of linger there. And, and so, like you said, you know, I, in that aspect, a lot of those places, they don't focus on strings, you know, and that's why I think a lot of people put aftermarket strings on is because they realize that, you know, bow manufacturers and stuff like that. They don't, they don't put the time or the quality into the strings that they should have and uh, go, you know, they just kind of randomly go from there. Yeah. Um how How many employees do you guys currently? We're have? sitting there at forty five
1: or forty six. I'd have to uh, I'd have to ask my wife exactly that that the, the exact number, but but yeah I mean, we're 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 just we're between forty five and fifty and and we're actually getting ready to uh, to hire a, a few more um, just as we how, how many did you start with? We started with three. It was myself and uh, myself and two others um, that that had some you know previous um, archery, you know, manufacturing and, and, and one guy who was, uh, also a also a bowstring, you know, expert, so to speak, um, we started with the three of us and, and now we're, we're to where we are now. So it's, uh, like I said, it's been, been pretty fast and, and furious, I guess.
2: And so how many people does it take to build one set of strings? So for, for
1: us, you know, and a lot of people, this is a great topic because, um, we, we get kind of called out a little bit as, as, as saying that we're, you know, well, gas is a, you know, they mass produce bowstrings strings and, and everything else. I'll be honest with you, whether we had, whether it was me out there building strings or whether, you know, we have a hundred people in here building strings, we're following the same process. You know, we're following a, a, an absolute process of, you know, how we, how we lay the string up and then how it's, how it's, you know, uh, tensioned and you know how it's finished and how we qc and everything else so you know we have people that you know starting out we, we train them to do something right so we'll train them to do say the layup process they don't have to be great at building a complete bowstring they don't have to necessarily have um all kinds of uh years and years and, you know, decades of bow string building experience and, and, and know exactly what to do with a bow and not to do with a bow and, and all these other things, they have to learn to be very, very skilled and crafty at one thing. And then once they learn that thing, they can learn another thing. So, you know, there's, there's people out there, you know, I can build a great set of strings, but we've got, we've got, you know, dozens of string makers out there that can build a nicer set of strings than what I can make. And, and they have, you know, we have just great folks that have so much pride, you know, in, in, in the work that they do. And, you know, once you, you kind of break that down and you show them, hey, listen, this is, this is what you do. You know, this is how we lay it up. And then we have a lot of the equipment that, that, that takes care of a lot of those things, you know, from a tensioning standpoint. And they learn how to do a serving. They learn how to do a back wrap you know, that's just it. So, you know, we have people that go on layup and then we have people on, on finishing and then we have, we have QC folks. So, um, you know, it's kind of a loaded question. You know, how many people does it take to build a string? Um, you know, it could, it could be one person, you know, building the the entire set or, you know, it could be really for, for us. It's, it's people doing what they're really, really good at, you know. And we've got folks that are extremely right. good at, at at finishing and serving strings, and and so that's what they do, you know. So they're 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 standing, kind of, they're working at that machine. They're they're doing their craft and they're they're doing everything that you know that they do throughout the day. So, um, it's um it's an interesting right. it's an interesting process, and it and and it goes a lot more scientific and in depth than I think a lot of people realize. One of one of the things when people visit us and and, and they come here, even guys like uh, you know, the folks from BCY who have been to, you know, visit all these different manufacturers that, you know, they they come in here and they're like, wow, this is this is pretty cool. Like I, you know, a lot of people don't have any idea that there's that much that goes into, you know, um what goes into a set of strings. I mean we've got, you know, we've got air air cylinders and switches and levers and, and we got stuff everywhere and, and everything happens, you know, for a reason with, with precision. Well, that that's uh yeah, I'm glad
0: you kind of explained it that way too. Cause I made strings for 20 years and, and I can still make strings, but I'll tell you this right now. I'm so happy that I, that you guys do because it, it it's a pain, you know, anybody that builds spring strings uh, and they do it as a one man show it takes them an hour to 2 hours depending on the skill level and how fast they serve what type of uh, system they've got set up but anyways about it you can you you can't stand there for 8 hours a day and do and build 20 or 30 sets of strings you could build maybe you know 6 or 8 sets of strings with the quality that you need to have to produce what you guys are doing right now so breaking down that process like you have has really It's not hurt at all. It's actually helped because it's like you said, somebody that's really good at just doing the layup and the end servings. They can really uh, excel that where uh, it's a process that needs to happen that slows it down if you're a one man show. Uh, So that, that makes a a ton of sense from that standpoint. Uh, However, without giving any of your trade secrets away, that that's a a big deal. So they're, they're not mass produced. Anybody that's trying to make strings for a living and, and sell them, to whether it's selling them to pro shops or selling them to their buddies, they have to produce them in a way that it's going to be profitable for them, or they're just, it's not worth it to them. So that being said, no one wants to have something that's going to have low quality either. And so you've been able to achieve both. You've been able to produce product, get it out to people, and you've been able to keep the quality at the standards that um, people require to put on their bows. Um, to pay for it. Uh, so that we appreciate that. Uh, I'll tell you that right now, cause I hate building strings.
1: <laughs> Don't, almost like fletching arrows. Right.
0: <laughs> um, so on, without going into any, any detail, I, I know you mentioned cylinders here and cylinders there and, and pieces there. I know you got some proprietary uh, things that you got going on with your strings. Um, and um, is there anything that you can kind of give us a sneak peek about that without giving any details about a, a proprietary idea that you have Uh, and how that kind of you feel that sets you guys apart no
1: i I don't i don't mind to to kind of lift the hood a little bit um so we we do something it's it's called the tts and 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 that's the total tensioning system and and that right there is really the um that's kind of our um that's our basis for 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 everything that we're doing and 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 really if you take a if you take a, a a break down approach and, and kind of scientifically look at the fibers and, and what the fibers are doing and, and why they move when they move. You know, I think, and, and this is something where a lot of history that I have um, from, you know, being able to work with, with some of the fiber manufacturers a little bit and, and really get into, you know, some of the, uh, some of the textile engineering aspects of, of the fibers themselves. It helps you to understand, you know, what you're trying to do when you're, when you're tensioning these things. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, the goal is to provide a string that the, the servings don't move, the peep doesn't rotate and the strings don't elongate. Right. So, you know, how do we, how do we do that? And, and there's so many different ways to skin that cat. And there's a lot of people that have figured out effective ways to do it, but when you really kind of break down and you look at the fibers themselves and, and what you're trying to do with those fibers, it really kind of the Holy grail of all this right here comes down to stability. Um, creating equal strand tension and stability. And to do that, it, it becomes so difficult to, to create the human factor um, into that. You know, simply, simply put, you've, you've built strings, like you said, for 20 years. When you're doing the layout of that string and you're, and you're just kind of winding that string out on your jig posts and stuff, there's, there's so many different things that can, can change um, from one person to the next, from one day to the next, from one string to the next. Um, it's, it's a very, it's a very crafty thing just to get that, that, that tension 100% consistent. Now it's, it's, it's certainly, um, at a level that maybe your eye couldn't even see or you couldn't detect, but when you're just hand wrapping these things and and doing this, there's going to be slight inconsistencies from your, you know, sixth wrap to your seventh wrap and, and from your seventh to your eighth. They're not going to go on 100%. So, you know, finding a way to basically to terminate the, the the ends and then, you know, create tension in between to equalize all your strands that that's really where it all starts. And that's, that's where some of the tensioning parts where, where we do things differently. A lot of people will kind of throw their strings together and, and then they'll, they'll say, well, we, we stretch our strings at, at uh, 400 pounds for eight hours. I mean, as far as soon as you hear that and somebody says or even when somebody asks a question, say, how long, you know, what do you how long do you stretch your strings for? What weight do you stretch your strings under? That that to me is kind of a, one of those dead giveaways. It's like, all right, we haven't we haven't really cracked the code here because it, it, it's it's more than that. There, there's so much more that goes into that than just, um, you know, pulling them on a scale and, 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 and leaving them there for a period of time. Um, you know having the uh, having the the strand tension you know stabilized and equal and and, and everything you're doing with your bundles and then how you tension those things you know throughout that entire process um, when you twist you you know all of those things and 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 the tension that that is required when you're doing those I mean there there really is um, there's a formula for that and we get into we get into some really specific stuff as far as um, you know, some of the, some of the tension switches that we have and, uh, um, bleed off valves so that when, when pressure spikes at a certain, at a certain peak weight, you know, where, where stuff will bleed off and, and we have all that factored in with, with, with PSIs and, and different things like that. So, um, it's definitely, uh, there's definitely a lot, there's a lot to it. Um, but really, and truly, like I said, I mean, the one thing that I think that we do differently than, than a lot of people is, is just kind of an overall focus in, in the strand tensioning, you know, equally in bundles and, and, and creating that stability as opposed to just, you know, throwing a string together and, and, and putting it on a stretcher and, and calling it good. So um, just a, just a little bit different way of looking at it, but it, it's created a, an extremely stable product and, and one that we're, we're super proud of. And, um, you know, our shooters are, you know, and, and people across the board have had so much success you know, at such a high level. And and that gives us a, you know, certainly a little satisfaction to see, to see that success. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> you made it a little bit more, uh,
0: in depth than it used to be i remember we used to hang them from the ceiling and put like (laughs) a 20 pound plate on them at the time and let them hang there overnight and if it hung for six hours it must be stretched enough for eight hours and then we got really fancy and got you know like a piece of angle iron and put a boat winch on it and then started cranking them with a boat winch because every and and you pluck it to get a certain note out of it and if it kept that note Uh, Or if it started to lose that note, you just put another crank or two on it, you know, so it's changed a little bit since then. Those those days, For sure. And
1: I remember those days. So, yeah, no doubt.
0: Right. That's how everybody did it. (laughs) Um, Well, what we like about the strings is is uh, let's talk about the guarantee uh, real quick. I know one of the things that we really like when we order the strings is the quality and the consistency is there. And we see so little problems with them. I mean, it's, it's like a a fraction of 1%, you know, on, on a peep rotation or something like that because of the processes that you're talking about doing, but there's still fibers and people don't understand sometimes that, um, strings do breathe, you know, they, they change when the weather changes. They, um, they have to, if they were static string, you might as well use a steel cable other than the speed. So it wouldn't move, but then it's going to have so much shock in it. Uh, it's going to be hard to get the bow to feel the way that you want it to. Uh, so the guarantee we love, because if there's an issue, it's taken care of. All we do is call you up and say, hey, we got a guy, uh, bow that we put on uh, about th- three weeks ago, four weeks ago. We can't get the beep to stops twisting. That's going to happen from time to time. It's a product. So um, just making a phone call and getting it switched out has never been a problem for us. And, and we love that sure. about the product.
1: No, and that's, and and, and Joe, that's, that's why, I mean, we, we, put the guarantee in place. I mean, we, the the number of strings that we sell, the amount that we produce, um, you know, we we understand that, that, you know, everything's percentage based, right? So let's just say that, that our, our total, which we shoot for, um, we shoot for less than a 1%, um, you know, of our total, uh, defective you know, piece and, and we categorize a lot of things as defective. Now, somebody, somebody, uh, orders the wrong color, doesn't like the color or, you know, a lot of these things will all, will all fall under those right there, but, you know, true defective, Hey, you know, it was installed, right. And, and now we've got some peep rotation or whatever, you know, that number is, is really, really small for us. Um, but that, but based on percentages, like you said, I mean, that, that kind of stuff happens and, and that doesn't matter, you know, i it doesn't matter if that was one set of hands or a hundred set of hands. I mean, that's just, that's just the nature of it. And, and, and these are, these are man-made man-made things. And um, you know, and we, but we stand behind it because we know um, we feel confident enough with our product and and everything that we do with it, that uh, you know, we know we make a great product and we have no problem. And it's pretty much a no questions asked warranty.
0: Well, yeah. And, and that's been good. I mean, uh, and you mentioned there that like, you know categorized as defective like the wrong string color was ordered or something like that or a miscommunication on there uh we've we've been on that side a billion times uh it seems like you know as we we're trying to grow too you know we'll order the wrong base cam for it and it comes in but what i like about it is is you always make it right so uh that don't mean like if we order the wrong base cam we own up to it you know if we know we do something wrong we for sure do and you do too and and we appreciate that but making it still work because what we both know as business owners is this: if we uh, if we wait, a, uh, you know, for a week for a set of strings or something like that, and then we've ordered the wrong set or the wrong set comes in for whatever reason, the customer really doesn't care what happened. He just knows he still don't have his bow. So what we like is is that you just you make sure that. Uh, you get it done, you get it fixed and we figure out what it was a little bit. At, we can figure that out down the road and they'll go, Hey, yeah, we ordered a base two cam and it should have been a base three cam. And here's the specs we really need. Uh, we like the fact that you make it a priority to take care of us because you know, there's somebody waiting on that,
1: that boat. Yeah. So for we sure. no, that. And those, you know, our warranty stuff like that, you know, we, we run that stuff right to the, right to the front of the line. I mean, we, we have a, um that, that basically goes in the uh, in the fast track lane for for everything because you know, just like you said understand and, and somebody you know let's just say somebody in august you know they might have waited you know two three weeks or something like that for something all of a sudden they get it and it was it was wrong whether they ordered it wrong or whether you know whatever the situation is somebody's like oh no you know now now i gotta wait all over again no that's not the case i mean we understand that and and, and we we certainly uh we certainly do everything in our power to uh you know to make that mistake regardless of whose end it was customers or anybody it doesn't matter we we still fix it and, and, and make sure that uh, you know whoever gets taken care of now what the
2: first question we probably
1: should have asked you
2: um was what what does gas mean
1: so gas was uh was griggs archery solutions um and that was uh i was just you know years and years ago I, I i've tried to put some things together but you know gas is 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 short it was it was catchy you know we do a good logo for it you know some people have a little fun out of that every once in a while but uh um it just you know it just works but yeah that's what uh, that's what that stood for
2: okay and then um kind of bouncing bouncing back so you've mentioned uh you know some staff shooters and, and things like that do you want to go into you know, I know recently you've picked up quite a few new people, you know, some high caliber world-class
1: shooters. Do you want to go into who you've got? Sure. Now? Yeah. No. So, so on the, I guess starting like on the Olympic recurve side, um, you know, Brady Ellison and Jack Williams, who are both uh, um, you know, top rank archers, you know, in, in, in the country, actually in the world. Um, those guys both, both run our stuff on the Olympic side. Um you know, as far as the, the, the compound archers, um, you know, a great, great team of folks from uh, from, from Hoyt um, with uh, with with Chris Schaff, um, uh, Tate Morgan is, is, is one. Um, we have uh, um, Paul Tedford's another one. Um, just a bunch of uh, a bunch of great, um, great archers on that side. And then we've um, we've brought in um, some new guys this year um, who have, who have come on board, um, guys and gals, um, you know, uh, folks like, um, Kyle Douglas, um, is one Sebastian Pinot um, is another one. Stefan Hansen, um, just recently is, is another one that, uh, had came on board. Um, so, I mean, just, just a, a whole bunch of, uh, great archers, um, yeah, Mike Schlosser, another one that I that I missed, um, Matt Stutzman, um, Keith Trail. And then, uh, you know, on the ladies side, we've got uh, we've got some great um, ladies that shoot our stuff as well. Um, Paige Pierce is one um, and Toya is another. So um, we've got a uh, we've got a really, really great um, staff and uh, a team of folks that have been um you know some of them have been with us since the beginning and some of them have kind of come on as of late but uh it's um it's it's pretty awesome you know people think that in the in the professional archery world that for every product category you know we'll, we'll get the uh the comment sometimes be like oh i guess uh you know money talks i guess and and what what people don't realize is we're we're, we're a small string company, you know, I mean, we, we might be able to, you know, throw some contingency money out there and, and, you know, you know, just a, a little something there that, 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 grabs an entry fee or two, you know, if somebody was interested in working with us, but at the, at the end of the day, I mean, we're not a bow manufacturer. We're not a release manufacturer. We're, we're not, you know, it's, it's pretty small potatoes. So the folks that, that come to us, you know, they, they, they choose to be a part of us because they want to be a part of this team because they're, they're happy with the quality, the quality of the product, you know, gives them the best chance of winning. And, and we also, you know, we support the, we support the industry, you know, we're out there at the events, you know, we're, we're sponsoring a lot of the events and, and we're, we're visible, you know, so we try to, we try to help, you know, grow their brand and, and that relationship. So that's what we're, that's what we're, we're about on the, on the shooting side. And like I said, super, super happy with the the team that we have. And, uh, you know, um, just can't can't say enough good things about about the folks that we have and and, and the good job they've done for us.
0: Well, I want to add to that, too. Uh, You know, uh, there is this misconception that every time somebody changes a manufacturer or changes uh, a product that they use, that they must be getting paid, you know, to do it. Um, And I can guarantee you that you can't pay Ah, uh, one of these people that you just mentioned, a page, a Kyle, uh, uh, Chris, a uh, Brady, and you know, Olympic medalist. Uh, you can't pay them enough to use their your product if it's not worthy to use. You just can't do it. Um, so, pure bow hunters might not know who they are uh, and might not care who they are, but I can tell you this: these guys and gals, uh, they're the top, and because of that, uh, them using your product is a testimony to the product because. Um, they just aren't going to do it no matter you could pay them. It, 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 this is a made up number. You could pay them 50 grand a year and all it would do is cost them money. If it wasn't a good product, they'd just show up to shoots just to make 50 grand, but they have some, the potential to make so much more by other contingencies for all the other products that they use and the, the prizes for those shoots that just wouldn't be worth it to downgrade their string. It's actually the opposite. That chase and all the technical stuff that you've done to find as, as close to as perfect as you can in the industry today uh, has brought them, I think, to you. And I think that's a, a great a great relationship that you've got with them. And then
1: their feedback
0: will help you grow the your business. Oh, for as sure. More,
1: no, and that's that's the part that I've I've always been big on. You know, regardless of whether it's bowstrings or bows or sites, releases, you know, anything I've ever been involved in is is the feedback that you can get from these guys. I mean, you know, anybody that, that, that wants to sign up and, and try to get these guys and gals on their team and then not listen to the feedback is just, I mean, that's just crazy because I mean, you, you have the opportunity at the literally the the best at what they do in the world to provide you feedback for your product. That is invaluable. And it's amazing to me, you know, how many, how many manufacturers actually don't listen to some of that stuff. Um, you know, they'll have, they'll have shooters and, and, and have, shooters provide feedback and, and, and and not necessarily take, you know, take all that. And, and so it's, yeah, no, that, that's, that's a, that's a big thing. And, you know, on our staff, I mean, we've got a bunch of guys and and, and some gals on there that, uh, you know, have always, uh, you know, built their own strings in the past. Um, You know, uh, one that uh, a gal that come on board last year, Lexi Keller, um, she's one that, She's like, you know, I've, I've always built my own strings, but I've been hearing a lot of great things about yours and I'd like to try them. So, you know, that's a that's always a, a cool thing for us. And um, Kyle's another one. Um, you know, Kyle had always built, you know, his own strings. And and, and his feeling was that, that he always built his own strings because he didn't feel like there was a string out there that, you know, was commercially built that that he could get that could perform as good as as what you know he would build himself you know in his shop so it, it was kind of an interesting situation he was uh you know he'd buy strings from from other manufacturers and, and actually he was a, uh he was a dealer um of ours so um you know he'd buy strings for for his customers from us and then um but he would still you know he was still building his own strings and then he uh, he finally gave gave our stuff a shot and uh you know, tried it and put it through the tests and, and everything else and said, well, you know, this is, this is one less headache I have to worry about. Then I'm going to, I'm going to roll this way. So um, it's good stuff. Right. And, and like, I mean,
2: I, I've just now recently started shooting your guys strings and love them. And, you know, so, you know, that that's one good thing for me is like, you know, but I've been I, I feel like I've been a part of the early process because we you guys came out in twenty seventeen. We started stocking your guys' strings in twenty eighteen. So and I never shot them until now, but but I know working with, you know, like I worked a lot with like Jake and some of the other guys that you've got in the uh, in in the shop that you've had from the beginning of time as far as like working with specs and things like that. And and you know, that was one thing that I really liked is the the ability to work you know, hand in hand with those guys, and and get things to where they should be, on a shop level as as well as you know, uh, you know, some of the other things, and and I feel like you know that's that's where a lot of the other manufacturers don't really, I guess, play ball, so to speak, you know, because it it's kind of you get what you get, and and you know you, you've kind of been in the same situation where I've been, you know, some manufacturers kind of force you into shooting, you know, as far as like to the competitive side, some manufacturers kind of force you into to roll in what they've got or else you don't have a contract and stuff like that. So it's kind of nice to sure, have the no, freedom, you know? you
1: know? everything's a partnership, whether that's a, that's a partnership with, uh, you know, with a pro archer or, or a partnership with, uh, you know, with, with a, a valuable, you know, pro shop, you know, like, like you guys at Archery World, I mean, you know, we, we're truly a partner for you guys. So um, and, and the other shops that we work with. So, you know, when we do something and, and you, you have a way to improve our product, you know, whether that's just improve the specs on a, you know, a particular, you know, nine year old Hoyt bow that, that we might only build on occasion because it's a, you know, a small base cam or something like that that's not that, that you know, common you know, you, you get the strings in, you're the guys, you're the technicians, you're the ones that doing the installs and everything else. You're like, Hey, listen, you know, this, this center serving could move down here a little bit, or, you know, you need to add a little bit to this, you know, we've done the best that we can do, you know, with our spec system. And we have a very elaborate spec system. You know, I think we're over 6,000 different uh, individual specs that we have. Everything can, can always get uh, groomed in better though. I mean, we can always do that. And that's where, you know, if, if we're, if we're struggling with a, you know, a new bow comes out, we do our best to test everything, you know, and maybe there's a, maybe there's a hot spot on a bow. You know, We're going to, we're going to listen to our dealers and our shooters and, you know, everything else. Cause like I said, it is a, it is a partnership and that's the only way we improve. So yeah, digging your heels in and saying, you know, this is, this is what it is, is, is not good for anybody. You know, if we can't evolve and get better, um then, then, then what are we even doing? And, and I think that's been, that's been our motto, you know, all along is that, you know, we're we're going to take information from everybody, and, and we're going to try to process it and use it to become better at what we do, to become a better partner, and to become a better company.
0: And well, I'm glad you're mentioning that because uh, you know, let let's face it, we know uh, certain bows when they're manufactured, it's like uh, they say, all right, this here's going to be the string specs for this bow, and of course, you don't deviate off of the links of those a lot of times, uh, but servings get cut short for manufacturers to save that money and to save that extra uh, second of time and you know and those bows go out and and now it could have been better you know the string could have been better from the factory and every factory's um, guilty of that in some way sometimes and then what's nice is like when we have those that run through a roller guard a certain way and we know it's a hot spot then we we've loved being able to call you and say hey this might make it last longer on your product because it always wore it out from the factory strings to begin with. And that, uh, that, that's made a huge difference on being able to do that. And I think that's what's excelled you uh, up the, that list. So, so fast to begin with in a three and a half year period going from three people to 47 people, you're about to cross over a small business into large business once you go over that 50, right? So, uh, you, once you, you do that, that's a big deal. Um, I, I could only dream of, of doing it to that level. So it, it's been a big accomplishment. Now, um, a couple of things we would want to ask to wrap up um, is the, where do you see, Eric, where do you see yourself
1: in, uh, in the business in five years? Um, well, I think the, the, the incremental growth that we've seen, um, you know, this uh, 70% year over year, 40% year over year. I mean, you know, those, those numbers are, those numbers are going to go down a little bit. Um, I know, I kind of know where the ceiling is on this. Um, and you know, we're, we're not there, but we're, we're certainly, uh, we're, we're certainly closer to that ceiling than, uh, than, than we were, um, uh, than, than we're our from back to the, the start, I guess. So, I, I mean, we're going to continue to, we're going to continue to grow. Um, we're going to continue to improve, um, you know we're going to do a lot of things to to work on um, improving our everything that we do. You know from 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 our training and, and onboarding and and what we're doing with those folks there to, you know, trying to to gain some efficiencies with with certain things that that we do and 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 just continually get better at, you know, at what we do at gas. You know, as far as the the, the building strings, um, I don't see us branching out into you know other. Things that are that are really non-string related at this point, um, it just doesn't necessarily make sense. I mean, we, we've had so much success to to stay focused on on where we're at. Um, I think the the future is bright, um, but you know we also have to stay um, diligent and we have to stay focused and you know um, and, and keep doing what we're doing. Um, and, and I think that uh, you know if we can continue to do that, I've got a great um, young leadership team as well. Um, our operations manager and our, uh, our sales manager, um, both, uh, in their, in their early thirties. And and so they're, they're, they're growing and learning and, and continuing to learn the business and, and the industry and, and doing some, some exceptional work. So, you know, continue to, uh, to groom them and, and grow them within, uh, this world and, um, just keep, keep pushing on and, uh, you know, hopefully in, uh, you know, let's see, you said you said five years, but let's see, I'm I'm 43 now. So maybe in seven years I can, uh, you know, I'll be 50 and maybe shoot senior pro and, you know, uh, have have some more fun with uh, with with this archery thing. So but no, it's, it's been good. I, I think. Um, right. I don't I don't have any any hard, uh, you know, five year plans that, that show us completely somewhere different than we are today. But um, I want to I want to maintain the path that we're on. I, I like where we're headed, and I want to continue to guide the ship in that direction.
2: Yeah, and so with with everything you know being said and everything, if you could go back and change one anything, how, what how would far it be? back do I get to go? What's uh, where? As <laughs> it, it, far back as you want to go, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, the candid, the candid what?
1: version. <laughs> not a, not a lot of regrets here. Um, I, I think that uh, I, I, I'm a firm believer in, 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 in kind of life being a, a, a journey um, that is the unique to, to everybody. Um, I've often thought, you know, for me personally, if I could have gone back and, and done something different with schooling or, or different things like that, that, that things would change. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with with all the experience that I've had and, and, and just the, uh, the time that I've spent in, in this sport and, and everything that's brought me to to where I am today. Um, all the companies that I've been fortunate enough to to work with and the uh, the, the people that I've been able to um, to learn from. Um, I, I can I can think of so many great individuals that have been super successful, you know, in this industry. Um, that, that I've been able to spend time with and, and and really just soak up information and learn a lot that's um, you know been able to to bring us to where we are today. so I don't know I, I think that uh, I guess in a, in a very optimistic approach, I mean I'm sure there's something that I could say geez, I wish I'd go back and change this but you know I, I can't I can't really say that that there's there's anything that sticks out that I would that I would necessarily want to change I think'm I'm, I'm pretty happy with, where, where we've been and, and, and where I've come professionally and, and, again, where we're headed. Well, we appreciate it, and uh, let me just
0: uh, kind of wrap it up with this. The um, As a pro shop owner, um, we, you're the first string manufacturer in probably 15 or 20 years that I feel like that we can stock your strings on our shelf for a, a number of bows that come in yearly that are gonna need string replacements to begin with, that we feel like that is gonna keep the quality um, that it should have. And so that's a tough in the business. Um, and that's why for decades, pro shop owners just stopped stocking strings one cause there's thousands of combinations that can be out there and they don't wanna be sitting there for four years waiting on that one bow to come in. But there's a there's a system that you've got set up that works pretty well um, as far as knowing what the best selling strings and the ones that um, you keep track of that and you know your top 100 strings that always get replaced and ordered so that's a, a pretty easy sell but. Uh, so i appreciate that side of knowing that information but for me on the business side is it's it's all about the quality too if it doesn't have the quality when i take it off the shelf i don't want it Um, i don't want it because i'm going to see it back in the bow press and uh, because of that it's just going to be a struggle for us and our customers and to keep everybody happy and we just feel like that problem solved with you guys so we we know we love that that part so we're we're upping what we carry on our shelves for that reason um pretty dramatically this year because i feel confident in the quality of it um so we appreciate that so guys we, we've been talking with eric griggs from the owner the owner of gas Bowstrings. strings you can uh, find him at, at gasbowstrings.com uh if you want to know more information about him if you're a, a different uh business out there and you're you're making your own strings and you're trying to uh, run a, an archery shop i suggest that you give them a try uh it it could pay off for you big time, you know, on saving yourself time and keeping the quality. That's hard to do if you're not doing it on a daily basis to begin with. Um, and give them a shot. So, Eric, we really appreciate the time you've taken uh, to share this information with our listeners and and with uh, just everybody out there in the archery community. And uh, I want to say, just keep thank up you guys. I work. really
1: appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having Eric. me
0: on. All right, thank no you. problem. We'll catch up with you another time.
2: Music